Hello and welcome to the Self-Narrate Podcast. My name is Brandon. And I'm Jaren. The Self-Narrate Podcast is a production of Self-Narrate, a organization that is devoted to helping people to develop and share their personal stories. Hey, so a little behind the curtains of this podcast, if you've been listening for a while, uh, I usually record the intro in my house, and right now I have two children running around like Harry Potter screaming magic spells at each other, so I stepped outside to record this. If you hear nature sounds, that's why. This week on the self Nary podcast, we're sharing the recording uh, of one of the stories from our recent Voices of Gainesville event themed around housing and transportation. Uh, the story that we're going to share is Tyra Loud Edwards. Loud uh, People call her Ty Loud, as I think she'll mention in the story. Um, it's part of the Voices of Gainesville series. Our next event is October 1st. I uh, highly recommend that you come out to the Hippodrome Cinema and participate in this event. Uh, the idea behind it is that uh, we're sharing the stories of those most uh, affected by inequities in Gainesville um, and presenting some ways that those in attendance who are hearing these stories can get involved to make a change and make a difference for our community on those themes. Our next one, like I said, is October 1st, and the theme of the event is criminal justice. So uh, I can tell you, having uh, worked with the stories and the storytellers, this is going to be a very impactful event. So without further ado, here's Tyra Edwards. Life Lessons While Riding the Bus. My name is Tyra Edwards, and I am a resident of Gainesville, Florida. People know me as Ty Lau, and I am going to tell my story about inequity in the public transportation system, RTS. For many of us who live on the east side of town, buses are a deep part of our daily life. The buses tell an important story about our side of town and our history that is rooted in racial and economic segregation. You see a true reflection of the city politics just by taking the bus. About four to five years ago, I was homeless. I had a full-time job, but I was homeless. After being homeless for about three to four months, my daughter and I acquired a duplex apartment on Northeast 12th Street right behind the old Army Reserve, before it was turned into phalanx. <clears throat> at the end of Northeast 12th Street is a dead end, and we lived at that dead end. It was very dark on that street, at night and in the early morning. It had a few street lights, but if you were lucky, maybe one was on, maybe one <laughs> wasn't on. During that time, I did not have transportation. See, during the eviction process and being homeless, I lost my car. I had to sell it for $400. So that means my daughter and I, we didn't have transportation. That meant for my daughter and I, we had to take RTS public transportation to school and work. Yay, I lived on the east side of town. I would have to get up at 4.30 in the morning to catch a 6.23 bus to be the work at 8 a.m. That meant I was walking down a street that was very dark. Remember, 
hardly no street lights. I would have to turn the flashlight on my cell phone to get down the road and across the street to Sunny Food Mart on 8th Avenue, where the bus stop is. My daughter also, who around that time was around 16, she had to take the bus also in the dark. So a lot of times I had to meet her halfway down the street just to make sure that she got home safe. At the bus stop, there was a bench there. It wasn't very safe. I've seen it now. It's, it's a little all right. There was nothing around. It was dark, a real insecure feeling when you have to wait in the dark to ride the bus. Now, if I'm waiting for the bus in the months of September through mid-May, even though it was dark and unsafe, and we didn't have heated benches or emergency phones, but I was pretty sure that the bus was going to come because the students were in town. But Lord and behold, when those students leave for the summer, that was it. Some bus routes were canceled, and you didn't even know if you could possibly get where you needed to go. Now, during the months of July and August, I can tell you how many times I was late to work. I couldn't help it. Those bus sometimes didn't even arrive. You just couldn't catch the bus to work on time. My job was in jeopardy from being late. I will never forget that. The thing that many people don't realize is just, it's just not one bus that you got to take to get where you're going. You often have to take two or three buses, and all those buses scheduled have to line up to get where you need to go. And if those buses was out of sync, so was you. So if your first and second bus is on time, and the third bus doesn't show up, what do you do? This is my story and many other people that live on the east side of town. Same story. Sometimes I would just stand and ask, where is the bus? When is it going to come? While on the bus, I would dissect for a little while. I would sit on the bus for my hour and a half to two hours, and I sit and look at the story that it would tell. Here I am, going from the east side to the west side to my job. I can see the story of the east side side of town. So different from the west side of town. Why was the west side of town booming and the east side of town is dying and quickly gentrifying? Is this what they mean when they say Greater Gainesville? Mm -hmm. After a long day of work from coming home, it was even more discouraging. Because going back home was that last bus at 7 o'clock. And if I missed that bus, that means I had to walk home in the dark. Okay? No more buses would go out that way. This is what we get out east. No lit bus stops, sometimes no sidewalks, so you'll be standing in the street waiting for the bus. Bus routes are cut due to the students leaving. No resources to look forward to on our side of town. We can't stop on Publix on the way home and get dinner. Instead, I have to go to the Dollar General store to pick up some process inequity. Because that is my only choice. But we wait. I wait. Maybe we'll get a bus. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll be late. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll get to work. Maybe we'll have a job. Maybe we won't. But we stand. We stand because we stand for equity. Thanks again to 
Tyra Edwards and to the local NAACP and to uh, the Hippodrome Cinema for housing this event and also to the uh, UCG Racial Justice Task Force. The NAACP and the Racial Justice Task Force partnered to make this event happen and the Hippodrome Cinema graciously allowed us to use their space. As you may know from the title of this episode, this is the 99th episode of the self Narrate Podcast. That is crazy. Uh, next week we have something special in store for you. In the meantime, uh, we recommend coming out to our storytelling meetup on September 27th. Uh, when this drops, that should only be a couple days away. Story GNV is just a few weeks away. Still registrations available at storygnv.com. We want to see you there. Uh, And until next time, grow your story, grow yourself.